Hey, hey, what's up, Redskins addicts? Uh, this is episode 19. So we got the regular crew today, but on today's episode, we're actually joined by Andy from the DC Tweet Team podcast. So clap it up for him, fellas. Woo, woo, DC welcome, Tweet welcome, welcome. Team. It's hard to say fast. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, Andy, definitely happy to have you on, man. And um, so, folks, we all watched the game yesterday. Uh, Washington fell to one and one to the Cardinals uh, by a score of thirty to fifteen. So it was an NFL Sunday where we witnessed so many injuries during the games. The earlier games were just leaving me super nervous. Um, we left. Obviously, we got beat, um, and we did have one injury of note. So right guard uh, Brandon Sheriff, uh, he had a, a MCL sprain. He's sidelined for three to five weeks. So that's the bad news, at least up front for me. Uh, but obviously, it's it's overreaction Monday. There was a lot of doom and gloom uh, right after the game yesterday. I know I was pretty pissed off. Um, today, I feel much better. I think uh, reality kind of sets in. I didn't expect us to go 16-0. and 0. Um, But for this first topic, overreaction Monday, uh, I'm going to ask for everyone's immediate reaction or overreaction, but I'm going to pitch it to Andy first, uh, live from the UK. So what's up, Andy? What you got? Hey, man. First of all, thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, I think it was kind of expected, wasn't it? You know, like you said, Rod, we're never going to go 16-0. and 0, But some of, the, some of the stuff I've seen on social media today has just been like, it has been way overreacted. Yes. Is Dwayne Haskins the finish article? No. Are we the finish article? No. You know what I mean? We're going to, this is, this is, the problem is this isn't going to be the first time this is going to happen this season. It's going to happen again. It might even happen next week. It could happen the week after. We just have to be so patient. It's definitely going to happen the week after next when we play Baltimore. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? We have to be we have to be so patient as fans. And I know that's easier said than done. We all send angry tweets out during the game. I hold my hands up and admit I do that. Um, as fans, this season's going to be frustrating because we're going to maybe have games like last week, the Philadelphia Eagles, where we see glimpses of what we can do. And then we see games like yesterday when let's not let's not lie. We you know, we probably just played like a team that could go and win the Super Bowl. Let's not be, you know, let's not beat around the bush there so we're gonna have to be patient you know it's hard as fans I understand I understand people's frustration but some of the stuff I've been reading today about Haskins Dwayne Haskins is ridiculous you know get rid of him get Kyle Allen in get rid of him get Alex Smith in you know I mean just 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 chill like Rodney said I've calmed down a lot of a lot more today Uh, let's just relax and see it for what it is and what are you gonna do Every time a quarterback has a bad game, you're going to dump him. You know, we can't dump Haskins. We've gone too far. Like you guys, we said in your pregame yesterday, no preseason, no OTAs. Our preseason is kind of in the season, if you know what I mean. He's getting his game reps while the season is going on. You know, so we have to give the guy a chance. Yes, yeah, I'm as pissed off as everyone else, but it's going to happen, guys. So we just have to roll with it. No, definitely agreement. I see Phil shaking his head. So either he's listening to music or he's uh, vehemently I'm agreeing with everything. what you're saying or agreeing. Okay. <laughs> I right, go ahead, Phil. What you, what you got? Um. Okay, I'm gonna get this out the way. Everyone needs to simmer down a bit. Dwayne Haskins is not the reason we lost this game, and if you think he is. You need to learn some aspects of, and basic, simple aspects of the game of football. If you watched this offensive line perform, it was abysmal. You know, Sheriff wasn't playing a good game before he got hurt. Right. 
Wes Martin wasn't playing a good game. Jerron Christian definitely wasn't playing a good game. And Morgan Moses even let up a sack, and he was the best offensive lineman we had in that game. Yuck. Chase Ruye was, meh, again, he, he, he's adequate. And I love it. I think we'd be fine if Wes Martin and Jerron Christian and Brandon Sheriff were playing adequate. We're not even getting adequate out of three out of five line. And there's a problem with that. That's 60% of your line. And, you know, we don't have backs that pass block very well. We don't have the best blocking tight ends. So there's issues all around on that front line with creating ways to give Dwayne time. I had an argument today with someone who I pointed out that Patrick Mahomes gets two-tenths of a second longer in the pocket right. than Dwayne Haskins. They said, oh, it's only two-tenths of a second. Lest we forget the difference between a pretty decent receiver in terms of 40 speed and modest to somewhat slow is about 0.2 seconds. Right. Four four to four six. If a four five guy gets even with the safety, he can run by him. Like it's it's, it's there's no. I think uh, Apke tries to do that a lot. He uh, tries to use his athleticism to make up for lack of fundamentals. Well, um, my point of, is big, my point is bigger than that. Though. My point is that that point two seconds is a huge difference. That's an eternity when you're an elite athlete. And nobody wants to take this into consideration because blaming the quarterback is an easy fix. Cop out. It's, oh, it's, well, he's the most important guy on the team, so it's always his fault. Right. Well, do quarterbacks shoulder, shoulder more of the blame? Yes. But in the grand scheme of things, there were nine guys on that offense who did not play to their full potential, to an adequate level for this team to win. Dwayne, there's some things he still needs to work on, but he's back there trying to get that ball out. Terry McLaurin had a great game. Mm -hmm. Everyone else, you could have done better. And I think that it left our defense spending way too much time on the field early in the game. And that's when we got toasted as well. But people need to calm down. Dwayne Haskins is the future of this franchise. He hasn't even played one full season yet. Right. Go look up. And everybody wants to talk about stats. This is another one. I'm hearing stats. You fantasy football nerds. Stats don't win games. <laughs> it just they only win your fantasy games. They don't win football games. Performance wins football games beyond numbers, what you actually do. And it, this is driving me nuts. It's giving me a headache all day because people are not applying simple common sense to this because they want the easy answer and the easy blame. I'm with you, and man. I'm, <laughs> Go ahead. I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm being very calm about this in week two. If we're still hearing this shit in week 16, I'm calling people out by name, and I'm saying some things you don't want to hear. NSF. 
Make sure I'm on that podcast, please. <laughs> we'll, we'll have you on for sure. Hope, hopefully by the time week 16 comes around, we're, we're a little bit more positive when we're talking about uh, next week's playoff game. But, uh, Ellie, I want to kick it to you, man. So uh, what, what are your overreaction Monday thoughts thus far? So I don't – I got a lot of overreactions uh, about the game in general, but I'm going to keep a calm reaction here. I will point out two things or really one thing that is concerning me about the football team, and that's this preparedness factor. Last week, the uh, Washington football team came out and said defensively, the Eagles came out in two tight ends and they didn't know how to adjust for it, right? As if that was something that was not possible for them to do. What did Dwayne Haskins say in the postgame press conference yesterday? They were playing cover two. We were expecting cover three and cover four, and it took us a while to get adjusted to it. Why don't we know how to adjust to uh, the uh, defense and the offense doing something we weren't expecting to, right? On the coaches. Exactly. That, that's something we have to fix. They can't right. – I mean, Jack Del has been in the league way too long to not be able to recognize that they're coming out in two tight ends and make an adjustment immediately or to not have your team prepared at the option of two tight ends. That's two of their best receivers. We got to know that, right? Defensively – or excuse me, offensively, your plays have to be able to adjust based on any type of coverage or why the heck do you have the plays in the playbook? You know what I'm saying? Most it playbooks like – uh, It wouldn't matter anyways, man. I mean, Sheriff and, and West suck so bad, man. Like – and I've seen a couple of times where I know that we kind of give uh, our left, our right tackle a little, little glory here lately. We can give him a little respect, but I watched his him again, and he got whipped about three or four times, and got just got the pass off. It, it, I mean, you're, you're right. It, it wouldn't have solved all the problems, but it's something we have to be able to do. We can't dictate to the defense what coverage they're going to run, and then just expect that to work. That that's that's 2019 stuff with Jay Gruden. That's that's not where we are now. We or we can't be now. Um, as far as Haskins goes, he's got some, he's got some things he's got to work on. I agree with you, Phil. He's coming out. He's way too fired up, right? He's, he's anticipating the rush, which you never want to see from a quarterback. Now he's making the right reads. His coach has said that repeatedly. He's making the right reads, throwing the ball to the right person. It's just not getting to the right places. That's something he can work on. He's got to chill out. Right? He doesn't have to do this all by himself, and that's one thing he's got to understand. That line sucks. There's some plays to be made out there. I think, he, you know, we make a big deal of the time in the pocket because it is a big deal. He's got to have control over the offense enough to say, okay, well, this rush is coming. I'm going to go to an outlet, right? I'm going to throw it to somebody short, maybe not look at the initial route that was drawn up. or the you know, Sometimes good quarterbacks skip progressions and go from one to four instead of one, two, three, four. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's something he can look into. McLaurin yesterday is 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 frustratingly awesome. He had he had a really strong day with what he did make a play for. That deep pass to him that hit him in in the basket late in the game, I think it was maybe the third quarter or something like that. That's frustrating to me because we keep talking about is Terry McLaurin a tier one wide receiver, and it's things like that that are going to keep him from being in that tier until he improves, as we talked about earlier, Rod. His ball tracking, you got to make that play. Your team is losing. They've been lifeless for the most part of the day. you got to step up in that moment and make that play for your team. They need you to. Last thing I'm going to say is we got to cut this experiment stuff out, right? Like, we've seen it. We know. We know some things. We know Troy Apke's not our free safety of the future. Why is he still in there? Let's give Cameron Curl some run, right? We know Logan Thomas is an okay tight end. He's not a number one. Does Marcus Ball have anything that we can work with? Can we get Hunter Hennages back to see if he can play? 
we don't have to go 16 games to figure out some of these things. The quarterback position, yes, sir, let's do that. Geron, Geron Christensen, I don't think I need to see 16 games of him at left tackle to know he's not fit to be a starting left tackle, right? Yep. Whatever I, don't want, I don't want 16 more seconds of that, dude. Man, what are we going to do about Wes Martin? Donald Penn wants a job. So with, with Wes Martin, is it that he's that bad or is it that the left tackle is struggling so much that's making him play worse? I, I don't know that because I haven't broken down the offensive line film to say, okay, well, Wes Martin's getting to his assignments, but he's trying to help Garan on a, you know, a stunt by the defense and they're not handing it off. I don't know. There's more to it than that. But what I do know is when that left tackle gets beat around the edge every game in the same way to where they're getting that strip sack in the same place every single time, there's a problem with the left tackle. I don't need to see any more of that. Do you think that's affecting Haskins, though, as well, more than anything? He knows. I think he's more worried about getting hit. Right, you can see in those videos you showed that he's he's anticipating the sack. As soon as he hikes it, he's anticipating getting sacked. Yeah, Then you can't – if you do that – you can't play quarterback in the NFL if that's what you're doing. You cannot see the rush. You cannot feel mm. the. You got to feel it. You can't see it as a quarterback, or you're not going to be successful. The defense. Do you think he's? Too. Do you think he's like more seen at the minute, Lawrence? Would you say like I, I watching this? Like I watched a bit of game film back today, and I think a lot of the time when the ball is snapped, you can just obviously you can't see the fear in his eyes, but he, I think he knows that he's. You know, our O-line is. He's he's aware that they're be. shitty, dude. You can tell he's yeah. aware they're shitty. Dude. I think he is. I do not believe that's the problem, though. I, he's, not he's, getting through, he's not getting through his reads, then, is he? You know what I mean? He's 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 might he might be picking out Terry McLaurin. He's not even looking at anyone else because he's so shit scared that he's about to get smashed I, I in think, the mouth. Andy, I think it sounds like he doesn't trust any other receiver on the team, and I, I yeah, and he should. yeah, they, I agree with you there. Fuck, he, he should yeah, trust him. But with regard to the line, Ellie, though, real quick, it would be nice if we could just get a break because. <laughs> Yeah. Fletcher, that left side had to deal with Fletcher Cox, Chandler Jones, and you know who they're dealing with next week? Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Garrett. So Garrett. what are they going to do to mitigate that? And that so far they've done nothing. So I don't know. I hope that coach can coaches can figure that out because that really that's, bothers me. I don't think their offense scares us as much as maybe Arizona's did. I'm not, I'm not too worried about them ringing up 35 points on us. Like I am, like I am Arizona. I am worried about Baltimore putting about forty burger on us, though, man. Um, not, not, I'm not too worried about Cleveland putting 35, 40 points up. I don't think that Baker Mayfield is is, is a dynamic enough for me to worry about that. I don't know. We haven't we haven't shown anything other than Philly being an anomaly in Week One, as far as I'm concerned right now. And I, I get it's that's my overreaction. Is that is the defense really that good that we saw Week One, or are they? still a shit defense um, and Philly who is now owned two, maybe perhaps isn't the team that we thought they would be uh, coming into this season. So, I mean, it's, it's obviously too early to tell. So that would be the classic overreaction. Um, well, one thing about defense is that they played too, they almost played too much contain. They really, really were just like the, the focus was keep Murray in the pocket first. Don't let him get outside. And even though that was one of my keys to the game was keeping him in the pocket, they didn't – but they left lanes wide open for him to throw to. And that quick passing game, we were playing too soft in our zone to cover the quick game. Because look at all Murray's throws. 
One read, throw. One read, throw. Left, I think we should, right, I think we should short. Well, I think our zone coverage was soft. If you notice, a lot of DBs were playing off those receivers. They're trying to get respect, and I get it. There's a, you got a Hall of Famer and a guy that's probably a future Hall of Famer over there, wide receiver, and Christian Kirk ain't too bad either. But you got to press up a little bit on those guys. You know the throw is going to be quick. Well, you there weren't a lot of faster balls. than the life history. There weren't a lot of balls sailing, there, you know, out there. Murray was not throwing deep very much. It was very much one read go. When he did throw deep, he just picked up Troy Apke. I mean, Jesus, Stevie Wonder could have made them throws. <laughs> Steve, right. how how do you feel? What's what's Picking your overreaction? Rails, man? I mean, my overreaction is the offense in general is is what we is who we thought they were. I mean, I know some people are higher. I'm not that very high on the offense personally, but um, it it was an immediate overreaction, right? I'm not going to beat the Dwayne Haskins drum, but it was just flat. I was so disappointed, like. Success to me is get one first down. I mean, I, <laughs> just come out looking like you're ready to go. Uh, so my overreaction is what what the f offense? Like what are you, what are you doing? And it's not the defense's fault because we kept going three and out, so they're tired. And Arizona was playing so smart, they kept going up tempo, so we couldn't get our defensive subs in to replenish. You know, like we did against uh, Philly. So yeah, my overreaction is offense. You know what the heck are you doing? You guys look like trash you look terrible everyone looked bad um play calling was terrible i only saw one misdirection run play which gibson ripped off for a good little clip um running game was horrible play calling for the running game was horrible um so that's my overreaction is the offense looked so bad um i'll leave it at that yeah no i'll I'll be short and simple too before we close out the segment I, i agree with you man um for me the overreaction is we we got rid of a thumper in Adrian Peterson uh, because we want to have pass catching running backs and we're not utilizing them at, at all yet. So I think we had two two uh, passes to running backs. I think one completion or something of that sort. So uh, the overreaction for me is if if uh, Scott Turner is going to have a game plan and he's going to potentially play to the strengths of his players, then play to the strengths of your players. Uh, your scripted stuff to start the games flat out sucks. Um, they start to catch stride in the second half um, when it's unscripted and they're now they're actually playing football. When chess is being played, they're a little bit more capable. Um, but when it's this pre-scripted crap to start the game, it's just not happening for me. Um, and I know that we've kind of been doom and gloom to start off the, the pod this evening. Um, so we'll move to the next segment, the good, bad, and ugly. And I don't really want you guys to bloviate on the good, but let's try to pick up a little bit more optimism if we can. And I'm going to start with uh, Dev for this segment. So what are some of the good things you saw yesterday, Dev, uh, in the loss to the Cardinals? Uh, I saw a guy who actually makes decent reads. Now, I mean, he, he might make them off his back, but, you know, he generally throws to the right place. He doesn't throw a horrible throw in the coverage. I saw that. I saw um, Chase Young getting after it. I saw that. Um, I saw a lot, a couple of good things, really. Um, I saw Gibson run between the tackles a little more. Uh, he looked heavy. He looked like he could. His feet moved well in the hole. It looked like a little Adrian Peterson rubbed off on him, man. That's the things I liked about Adrian Peterson and, and guys like Emmett Smith. You know, whenever they whenever they hit a hole, 
they kind of they kind of got smooth feet in there. They don't make a lot of crazy shake moves, you know, like a like a LaShawn McCoy or anything. They'll make a settle move that'll break them for two or three extra yards here and there. I think Gibson has some of that. I didn't know that going into this game. Um, but the bad is pretty much you can you can blame Haskins all you want to, but Haskins don't play defense, bro. You know, Haskins didn't put 30 points up on us. You know, so our defensive backs got to hold up the end of the bargain. I wish we would have blitzed more linebackers and some safeties in there. I wish we would have sent Apke in on a blitz. He's actually good at that. Or Collins in on some blitzes more often than we did. But other than that, man, Arizona's good. They beat, they beat the 49ers pretty much the same way, man. They couldn't contain the quarterback, you know, and, he, and you know, he was able to make big plays on them. It's pretty much the same thing. We got beat by one guy. I don't think Baker's that kind of guy. Could be wrong. Yeah, but we're we're kind of telecasting or telegraphing that we we're going to have problems with mobile quarterbacks, and it seems that uh, we obviously we had Robert Griffin in 2012, and it was we were all told that was a gimmick type offense. But we're the, seeing and the thing about the thing why people are mad at Haskins isn't Haskins, man. What they're really mad at is that he's not Murray or Jackson or Mahomes or the Russell guy that Wilson. they didn't fucking want. Right. That, okay. That's <laughs> come on. Right. 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 Redskins they're, addicts. They're, they're mad that he's not the. You know, he's not as of yet. He's not one of those guys that you can say, "Hey, we need you to win this game for us." You can say it looks like maybe the quarterback we played against Sunday is going to be that kind of guy. Watson's that guy. Jackson's that guy. Mahomes that guy. This guy right now, we haven't seen he's able to be as dynamic with his legs. I think he has more arm talent or as much arm talent as some of those guys, but he doesn't have the. Uh, the, the crazy intangibles as far as athletically as, as Lamar Jackson or Mahomes and those guys have and Watson. I think that's why they're mad to see those guys. But, you know, he's not Hypocrites. a bad quarterback, man. He's not a bad quarterback. I'm going to say he's this about a, Dwayne, not. that he, something that Dwayne has that isn't intangible that those guys have, and Dwayne has a lot of it. Dwayne, when the pressure's on, he does not fold. He still is out there battling. He's a hell of a competitor. Now, he's a competitor. And we've questioned the competitive spirit at times of some of the quarterbacks we've had in the past 20 years. Not all of them, but some of them. And uh, that, I think, I know guts, balls, whatever you want to call them, will only take you so far. But in his case, with his arm strength, that can take him to a certain level that many quarterbacks with the sit with a similar dearth of talent haven't been able to reach. Once we get a little bit of talent around him, I think you're going to see a lot more happening and a lot more going on. Hell, if we just get a decent offensive line, God, I'm going to be going back to that one for a while. <laughs> hey, Andy, I, here's the thing. Has Anyone who was in the group remembers that I didn't want to draft Dwayne in the first round. I didn't think he was a first rounder. I wasn't convinced. He convinced me. So, for whatever that is, he convinced me. I was convinced. All right, this dude, he's won me over. I think he can be it. And I didn't think he would be at first. So, you know, some of y'all may be open to changing your minds too. Uh, now, Andy, I'm I'm very concerned or 
really not really concerned, but I'm, I'm interested to hear what's what's the positivity, if anything, that exists with the UK side of the uh, the Washington football team fan club. So uh, what's what's been the sentiment, not only for yourself, but the fans overseas? I think for, uh, are we just going on yesterday's game or in general? Uh, just yesterday's uh, game, but I mean, you could give a, some generalizations as well. I mean, I think, yes, chatting about to a few, like obviously I'm on a lot of UK Washington groups. I think they're a bit like me where we saw glimpses of what we could become. We saw moments. There wasn't many yesterday. Let's not lie. There wasn't loads, but Terry McLaurin again, he, you know, he's steady Eddie. We know what we can get from him. Yes. We need more weapons to help Did him you out. Say there and were Terry, UK, UK Washington groups. Yeah. I'm in loads on Facebook. Dude, invite me to one of them. Motherfuckers. I mean, yeah, of course, man. Add me up. I think I've got most of you guys on Facebook, but if not, just add me up after this. Yeah. I'll add you in quite a few of the, uh, of my American friends have been there. They love chatting, uh, with us we're in there all day just talking there's like you guys there's game threads and everything and we just enjoy talking football but from from yesterday's point of view I think we all just saw glimpses chatting to the guys that I was chatting to today we saw glimpses of Antonio Gibson uh, I agree with you guys where you said Haskins stayed in the game that yesterday's performance is only going to benefit him right. um, a season down the line two seasons down the line we're going to be in Arizona again, say for argument's sake, in two seasons, or they're going to be at FedEx, whatever. And he'll remember back to days like yesterday where he's like, right, you know, a year ago I'd done this, but now a year advanced under Ron, Ron Rivera, Scott Turner, et cetera, et cetera, I'm now going to do this. So I think the thing that we're all seeing over here, and like I think maybe Washington fans in general, when we all peel it back, that's what we have to do. Just peel it back, just, you know, just a little bit and say, look, Yes, Haskins is raw. Uh, we've just started seeing Chase Young in the first for two games. I don't watch a lot of college football, so I didn't get to see him a lot. We've got Chase Young, you know what I mean? So there's glimpses. You can see the little pieces where Ron Rivera now just has to build around them, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Oh. We have Chase Young. We have Dwayne Haskins. We have Terry McLaurin. I still think Steve Sims, you know, he could offer more. Um, I'm not going to completely count the guy out yet. I know he didn't have his best game yesterday. Um, so we're seeing glimpses to answer your question, Rodney. We're seeing glimpses, and that gives us hope. This season's going to be—it's going to be hard. You know what I mean? Like, can, can, we'll win if we win seven or eight games. You know, look, we won three games last year. Anything's an improvement. The only thing I will say on yesterday's game is that it was a Jay Gruden team. You could probably double the score that Arizona put on us. Yeah, no, absolutely agree with you there. And and I, I, I agree with you as far as like the positivity is you got to chase young, you got to Haskins, you got to Gibson. And I think that's the most important aspect of it all that we need to consider is that to win, you need to have multiple, you need to have a good player at every level. Um, I think we're, we're hurting badly right now on the offensive line. Um, but I think there's more good, even in the loss that seeing today, looking at the game, I think we're, like you said, we're moving in the right direction for sure. Uh, Steve, what's, what are your good thoughts about yesterday? Good, bad, or ugly, whatever you got, um, really. Yeah, I'll just roll through all three real quick. Um, my good, um, y'all know me, I'm the, I'm the metrics guy. It's, it's kind of, I love stats. Uh, I don't know if you can see this, but I, I spend my, my hard-earned money on, on pro football focus, elite premium stats. So check this out. The good for me is the short passing game. Listen to these stats, zero to 10 yards, 14 for 15, 165 yards, one touchdown, 134.7 rating. Bam. Look at that right there. It doesn't take, that just cost me money to pay for that. 
Anything above that, 10, 10 to 20 and 20 beyond, horrible. One for five down the middle of the field, 10 to 20, and one for three on the right side, 10 to 20. And 20 plus, 0 for 1, 0 for 1. I mean, that just says it right there. That transitions into my, my um, I'll skip down to the ugly, which is play calling. Like if you see these stats, I know they have an advanced metrics guy on the team because they made a big deal about it a couple of years ago. Like why not stick with what's working? Like it doesn't take an idiot, like a, a genius to know that this works right now with the way their offensive line works and the way Dwayne has those one quick hits. Stick with the short passing game and just, and just move the run. And then I'll transition back to my bad, which was containing Kyler Murray. So my good short passing game, my bad uh, containing Kyler Murray. Uh, I think they over overcommitted on a lot of those things and just poor tackling. And then the ugly is um, the play calling on offense. Yep, no, I agree. Now, I, I saw Ellie shaking his head as you were talking about some of the analytical stuff. And Ellie, I know you're a smart dude, so I'm going to ask you when when he talks about the 10 to 20 and 20 and beyond. I kind of see you nodding your head in agreement. Why is that? Let's let let the listeners know why why are we having some of the uh, the failures at that specific analytical framing of the game that we're having? Well, it, it's a multi-factor thing. It, obviously, protection's a problem. Uh, quicker developing plays. We talked about this a little bit in the uh, live game chat. The thing that Cincinnati did intelligently for Joe Burrow was give him easy throws. Every quarterback in the NFL needs easy throws. Our receivers can have and always seem to win at slant routes. We don't throw enough of them. I don't care if we throw to McLaurin three times in a row. Throw it until they stop it. You remember that? Like when you used to play street football, it's like, yeah, so what? We're going to do it until you stop it. We need to have some exactly. of that in our arsenal. Exactly. The, the middle throws, I think, is probably a mechanics issue with Haskins where, you know, he's it's, – it's mental too, right? We were talking about he doesn't trust his receivers. They're not getting any separation whatsoever. So the, the best thing he can do is throw a 100-mile-an-hour fastball and hope that it gets there before the defense is able to get a hand in there because there's no separation, period. None of these receivers are sitting down in holes with, their, with their, the front of their jersey facing Haskins for him to be able to hit them in their chest everybody's always running this long developing route, even if it's only a 13-yard route. Why is that? Get open, sit down in the holes, and be ready for the ball to come your way. And don't, um, and don't do Dontrell Inman where you cut your route short, one yard short of the sticks. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Oh I just had to say that. I'm sorry, bro. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. And, of course, deep-wise, we don't have a deep asset on a team. It's not going to work. Right? What you want to do? We don't have a person that can go. Call up, collect, uh, call up cadet. Let's get them. Let's do it. If that's you know what, what we saying? get. I mean, one thing I do want to maybe Andy can uh, break this down to me. I still haven't figured out why do we call up from the practice squad Sims every week and then put right inactive when he's a receiver. Yeah, I, I did. I've wondered. I mean, I think we're so limited. The problem is we're so limited to what we can do at the minute and with our options. You know, I think we're. I think we're. We're trying to learn as we go sort of thing I don't think Ron Rivera knows yet I think that's why we're getting Sims back and I think there is a lot more to come from that guy but it's so hard as fans this year because I think you know yes you want your team to win but it all comes back to being patient you know you have to be patient with Sims you have to you know I mean the guy got a lot of shit on social media yesterday and we all do it I just think I think this season it's going to be a struggle at times, but 
we have to remember that we might struggle with Ron Rivera as our coach. We're not struggling with Jay Gruden as our coach, you know, so we have to, we have to just sometimes take a breath, you know what I mean? And, you know, realize that it's, yeah, it's going to be tough. I want to see more of Sims. I mean, who else, I mean, who else out there is that can get, I mean, there's talk today on one of the groups I was on, like some, a lot of people saying Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham, go and get these guys. You don't really want an Antonio Brown really coming into your team. I mean, I, I we kind of mentioned him in one of my podcasts at the at a few months back when I was I'll, maybe I'll thinking. No at this stage, no. though, would yeah, I, no. mean, I think he yeah he he'll just be a he'll be a short term fix for a long term problem, and he's not the long term answer. So you either stick with what you've got, or you get that short term fix, which goes against everything that Ron Rivera stands for. He's building a team here. He's building a franchise. You know, yes, you could get Antonio Brown in next week and he might come in and win us a game or you could get an Odell Beckham, say, for argument's sake, and they could win us a game. But is that to the detriment of what Ron Rivera is trying to build? I think it is. I'm, I'm glad you guys are talking receivers. So, Rod, if you don't mind, I'm going to do my good, bad, and ugly because that's on my list of things I'm going to talk about. Absolutely, brother. Go ahead. All right, so my good. The screens that we ran were hyper-effective yesterday. My bad is that we didn't run enough of them. If, if that's something that's working, Gibson, uh, not Gibson, Sims had a good screen. I think maybe uh, McKissick, somebody else. There was a couple of them we ran. And when we do run them, we get yards. And then we don't come back to them, going back to Steve's point about the play calling. Stick with what works, guys. Um, my ugly, I got four of them here. Every important passing play seems to have Logan Thomas as the primary target. Why are we doing this? When has that ever proven to be successful? I like Logan Thomas. I'm realizing Logan Thomas is not a number one tight end in the NFL. He might be the best we have. Let's look at other options. He should just be a chip. It's, it's two games, man. I don't think he should be a, like, he's obviously not a Pro Bowl tight end, but is this uh, offense? The offense is going to throw to the tight end that much anyways without these running backs? Well, we are now. So, He's our second leading receiver. Right, and probably first in targets. He's, he's tied in targets. He's, he's tied for targets, so I'm looking at the stats right now. Him and McLaurin are tied with 17 targets. McLaurin has 12 receptions. Logan Thomas has eight. That's the second right. he's, he's Haskins' yep. go-to guy, isn't he? If Terry McLaurin's not open, there's only one other place he seems to be looking at the moment. We, we got to fix and, that. You know, I agree with Lawrence there. Does he get open? Nobody. Nobody. Okay, so my, my second ugly – this has been talked about a lot, so I don't want to go in too much depth. I hate, I hate when we give up. And we gave up yesterday on the football field. And I don't like the message it sends to a young football team, especially when you have competitors on the field. I also did not like the players laughing and joking on the sidelines late in the, in the mid-fourth quarter when we were down. I, it, that, I'm old school about that. That just bothered the piss out of me yesterday. They did that um, under Jay all the time. I know, I know. And and, and that that uh, we had one fifty one left in the first half, and they came out like two run plays and just yes. only got them back to and the huddle. Like, what were we? Why doing? wasn't it? Why was why, no huddle? Go like two minute drill. This is the rebuilding seat. Practice everything. Get all your exactly. mistakes. Just go. And and Dwayne excels in those situations. That part that we've Correct. seen when when they have a faster tempo, faster pace. When we're not taking thirty seconds in the huddle, we're yep. moving the ball. Like yeah, I, exactly. it that's frustrating for me. And I'm sorry, Ali, because I know like you're going through your segment no, right no, now. Go but ahead, bring it. It's it's crazy that. As fans, 
we recognize this. We watched the game, and the people who were getting paid six and seven figures, six figures at high damn levels, high numbers, they're not seeing this. And it's just, it's mind blowing to me that we can sit here on the Monday, 8, 10 p.m., you know, Central, and we can say, hey, when we run a faster pace offense, faster tempo, we have more production out of our players, and we're not doing that. So, yeah, that's, yeah, super frustrating for me. But go ahead, Ellie, man. All right, so third of my four, the two-point conversion plays were absolute trash. We got to scheme something better there. I mean, at that point, we still had a chance to make it interesting. And then I think we ran the one where Haskins ran up and just got tackled, like at the one-and-a-half-yard line or something like that, and the other one was also awful. Um, we got to be better there. And then this is, this is the one that bothers me the most. The game was – relatively out of hand in, in the what, middle of the third quarter before we got the pity field goal. Gandy Golden came on the field for a play, it looked like, and he, he wasn't seen or heard from for the rest of the game. If we know we're not going to compete to win the game and the coaches made a conscious decision to do that, not just in the fourth quarter, when they kicked that field goal when we were on, like, what, the eight-yard line or something like that in the third quarter, put Gandy Golden in, bring Dontrell Emmons' butt out of the game, and run some routes with them. See what you have. See what you're going to have with the young players that are out there. He hadn't been around since the third week of training camp. Why, why is he coming out for a guy that's been in the league for six or seven years and bouncing around different teams that you know is probably not going to be on your roster next year? Give, give number 10 some run. That's what frustrates we have. We're giving mixed messages. We're going to play our young guys. Goodbye, AP. We got young guys we're going to play, right? And then we got guys like, Dontrell Enman taking reps over Gandy Golden, right? A few other places too, but come on, man. Let's commit one way or another. And if we're not going to commit to trying to win every week, let's commit to getting our young players better. But you can't do that if they're not on the field. Yeah. Lawrence, did it piss you off when they, uh, when they didn't take the timeouts then at the end? You know, you're oh, saying you want to see the team God. compete. Yes. But both Sorry halves. to jump in. Yeah, to jump in. I just, I'm interested where you said like I know you said you were pissed off like you're a bit old school you're a bit like me I, I think I tweeted out take the time out so that just piss you guys off as well yeah yes it first half so and second half yeah yep, here's, it, it, oh, doesn't oh, make, it doesn't make sense to not use the timeouts, man yeah my, my good bad and ugly is kind of wrapped in just um I'll talk about the ugliness of just the mismanagement of the clock at the end of the game um and and I say that so here's here's one thing that pisses me off. It'll be like my ugliness, I guess, for this segment. That's all I'm going to talk about. Our cross-conference, cross-division rivals, the Cowboys, were down by 15 with about five minutes left. And what the ugliness of this fan base, organization, whatever, is the, the, the misconception of garbage time stats or garbage time plays. Dallas, by definition – was in garbage time. The game was well out of hand. They weren't expected to come back. They had gotten uh, mishandled or mismatched, uh, whatever, the entire game. Um, they kept fighting. They came back and won a game. Um, so that's, that's a part of vocabulary that I would love to see disappear. I hate it. Um, I think you play 60 minutes. Uh, so that means, Ron Rivera, you call those damn timeouts. Uh, you try to even up the score. You try to catch up. You try to win the game, um, especially if you're in evaluation mode. See how those players react late-game situations with it on the line. See what they're going to do. 
Um, so that's the ugliness for me. Um, but I'll what transition you, what over. Did you think, what, what did you think uh, for his excuse then, Rodney? Like, you know, when he said, like, oh, he didn't want to get players injured, did that? Was that something was, that you'd like, would you take that into consideration or would you think that was just bullshit? No, nah, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. Pure, and, pure and simple bullshit, man. Um, I think he's a smart coach. I, I think I think that was just trying to save face by saying that. Yeah. I don't think he I don't think he gave up, but realistically speaking, do we have do we have the offensive fire power that Dallas has to come we back? We have scored I, we on every drive in the second half except for one. We yeah, scored we don't, more than them in the second half. We scored every drive in the second half except for one. Who's to say we don't score again and then get mm-hmm. one of those dumbass on side right. kick that you, you never know, man. That's a bitch move. And Andy. Yeah, I, I love Ryan. I'm telling you, man, I'm almost off the bandwagon with this guy. And I like him as a guy and a coach. But, man, the dude's only won like three, had three winning seasons in nine years. He might be Jeff Fisher, bro. He might have got it all good in the first couple of years, and now he's just <laughs> a basic-ass coach. I mean, probably a great person, man. Hugh Jackson's like that, man. Everybody loves that dude, but he fucking loses. You know, he doesn't win. And maybe you know that one of the losing seasons, he won a division title, too. Man, Jay Gruden won a division title, bro. What the fuck's that matter? (laughs) Ron Rivera's won multiple ones and been to the Super Bowl. Ron Rivera's had three winning seasons. uh, Hey, Shanahan won two Super Bowls, bro. Shanahan won two Super Bowls. What are you winning this motherfucker, man? Andy, if, if you're really trying to protect your players, then you don't continue to run plays with your starters in the game. Right. That makes no sense. He ran no the next sense. play, ran with your rookie running back who you trying to make. Oh, we got every Adrian Peterson because this guy's so good. Let's right. run him when we don't when we care so much about our player safety. You, you it was put a your bullshit. backups in. I think exactly. I heard a theory yeah. that he thought we was down 17. He didn't even they, – like, they said that he, like, in his mind, he thought, oh, shit, we was on down two scores, though we was down three. Like, he thought that there are people out there that thinks that's what happened, that he mismanaged the time. It was like, well, now, fuck it. It's like seconds left. Every, coaches mismanaging the clock happens all the time. I'm, that, that's a, Joe Gibbs did it one time. Remember the field goal timeout? Yeah, he called two timeouts in a row. Yeah, yeah. So it that, happens. That's, that's, look, how Rivera handled that really is such a minuscule deal compared to everything else that he's no, worked on. It ain't, the point that, it ain't the point that he missed it. It's the point that he lied about why he missed it. Just say, man. <laughs> we we lost. I gave up. Just say it, man. Like, ah, man, there's no use in playing this game. It's already over. Just say it. Don't be like, well, I, I was afraid our guys would get hurt. That, no, that's the last thing you put out in the air. Like so that. you put out something like, oh, man, we care about our players getting hurt. Next play, let's run our star running back down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not take a knee, dude? If that's how you felt, take a knee. Or run fucking Barber's ass. Nobody that's gives a fuck if he's injured. No offense, Barber. But if we're on oh, the one-yard line, oh, I, I care. Our star player just went down, and I'd seen Saquon and McCaffrey, and everybody went down yesterday, and I was concerned about our guy. Run up the middle. Half-back gut. Let's go. Trap. So, who, <laughs> oh, so Dev, with that said, then, who's getting your game ball? If anyone deserves a game ball from yesterday, who who's getting it? Is it the coach? Owner? Hey, I'm giving it to Cam Sims, man. The only reason is because every time he gunned somebody down on punt, I was like, get him, motherfucker. You know, I was like yelling. Like, I like Cam Sims. I still don't understand why you just don't put Isaiah Wright on the practice squad. I don't understand that. Like, why don't you just keep this guy up and keep Isaiah Wright on the practice squad? If you're going to inactivate, you're going to inactivate a receiver for another receiver. It makes no sense to me at all. 
I think, think that was a, I think that was a last minute deal. I think they were so up Every in the week. air on what Gandy Golden was going to do that they didn't quite know how to handle it. Gandy Gandy Golden played too. It yeah, for one, no for one down. Eventually, we weren't sure <laughs> right. of that earlier in the week. Yeah, but the point is, he, you still brought the guy up, though. To, and to, he didn't play receiver. I've seen Sims out there like two times in, on no routes. They ran every time he was out there. Cam like, Sims is – Cam Sims, though, I think – Moving to free safety, until, man. Until no, we get so, – until someone can do better. He's fine gunning punts because he's made plays in both games. He's gonna be gunning punts out there. They put him back on practice squad again. It's gonna be over for that dude. Like he's not good at receiver dev. He's not. Quite put him at free safety. <laughs> Cut him. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't I work for uh, the, what the dude that would pull up guns on people at Domino's Quentin games. Dunbar. Yeah, work for him. Put him at. You know, he got hands. He got like. Excuse my British here. He's got penises for fingers. You know what I'm saying? He can't catch. Anything, yes, I'm, I'm gonna write that one down. He should. I got a thousand <laughs> American cuss words, by the way, if you need them. You know, do you have you ever heard of moon cricket over here in Britain? No, but anyways, oh, criminal never persuasion. Mind. Don't repeat that. <laughs> but I feel, um, like, I feel like this this, this podcast has escalated too quickly. No, no, yes. no, no joke, no joke. Though, have you ever? I've Welcome never to seen, the attics. I don't understand I love it, it at I love all. It. I just, I just don't get why you would call up. Sims to just gun punts. You mean to tell me right can't gun punts? Like that's so important of a job that we're gonna take a guy down off the active roster so you can come up and gun punt. You need and, to have but, some. But we don't, but we don't put that on a practice squad. Uh, right, maybe maybe right's just cool, clueless. Why don't they just put one of these leave Sims on the active roster then and put right on practice squad then? They're about to have to <laughs> next time. <laughs> so it's, it sounds like Cam Sims is up. getting the game ball from Dev. So, there Andy, you know. who gets your game ball? Uh, I'd give it to Terry McLaurin because without him, we'd be screwed yesterday. That's too easy, man. Um, that's, yeah. Who else are you going to give it to? You're right. You're absolutely right. To find out. If you can name me, if you can name me a better player, I'll, I'll give it to him. But you take you take Terry you take you take Terry McLaurin out that game yesterday. What the fuck have we got? Yeah, I mean, uh, Gerard Christensen got uh, Arizona's game ball. Yeah, you would maybe had Antonio Gibson for what, one good run. Him and Troy Aikman uh, had a split. McKissick's played. Yeah, good, uh, you know, I'd say Terry just because if we, if it wasn't for him yesterday, thank God we got one good wide receiver at the minute. Because you take that man, if that man gets injured, then we then you really need to start to worry because we might not win another game all season. Do we go get Eric Reed though? Yeah, do we? We need someone. We need someone. Girl but yeah, Thomas. my game will go. My game will goes to uh, Scary Terry because. Without him, I don't think, yeah, you know, we would have been even more doom and gloom. But don't get me wrong. Yeah, we all know it's going to happen. But he is a shining light in this team. And he is going to be a great, great player. No, agree. Phil, who, who gets your game ball, bro? Game balls. I got two of them. First one's the easy one, Terry McLaurin. Um, he was the only guy on the offense to produce, you know, big time. And, uh, you know, I think it says something you can produce the way he did. And the opposing defense knows you're the only passing game weapon. And despite that, he put up some numbers. And, uh, you know, even when – and at the time, people want to talk about garbage time and all that. Arizona never went to a prevent. So he was going against actual defense. And he, you know, put up some, put up some numbers and he, and he moved the ball. So – 
I'll give the game ball to Terry McLaurin because nobody else on the offense really deserves a game ball. Defense. KPL. I'm giving Kevin Pierre-Lewis a game ball because that dude was definitely trying to make up for just the disappearing act he pulled in week one. He was flying all over the place trying to make tackles. Cameron Curl did a good job everything else. I mean, most intelligent moves on his part, but the effort was there. He was trying to show up. He showed up a lot. So, you know, defense didn't really have a lot of great stellar performances either. So I'll give it to Kevin Pierre. He gets my other game ball. Right, KPL. Not, and that's not bad, dude. So he um, – a journeyman, 29 years old, but he's leading the t- – leading the team in tackles right now. So you got 19 combined tackles, 13 solos, six assisted. Uh, last year, Landon Collins, I believe, was our leading tackler. So that's it's interesting to see a journeyman, um, but it's also concerning to see a journeyman uh, leading our team in that aspect. You, I got what's a question up? for you, Ryan. What's up? What do you think I, – I, the last two games, you know, the only player on the entire defense that played every snap was Apke. He's played every snap. Do you think it's possible – that that spot is actually Fuller's, because who sits in who sits who sits in uh, like sub packages? Who's our who's our five DBs? Yeah, Andy uh, asked me that sit? on Twitter earlier too. Earlier, you know, I said yeah. if, if you set a corner, I would set Darby. Darby, yeah, but but I don't think so. I don't think they're going to do that. He's gotten burnt, but he hasn't gotten burnt for a touchdown. That's one thing I will get. Except for that tight end, I still blame the linebacker on. The one everybody wants Cameron Curl back there. Cameron Curl's a box defensive back, man. No, you know what I'm saying? It, I think he is. I don't think he's fast enough. I think he's probably smart enough, though, but I don't think he's fast enough. I think he's perfect in that role, and you would be missing something if you moved him back deep because where he's making all his plays is catching people on screens and in flats and in shallow crosses. That's where he what, seems to be making all his plays. What is deep. Troy Apke's speed getting you at free no, safety no, no, right no. now? No, I'm not saying leave Troy there. I'm saying Four, three, seven. Put, what, I'm saying don't put Cam there. I'm not saying he's too put, slow to play. If you no, got the intelligence to play the position and know mm-hmm. and stick to your assignments, which Troy Apke is not doing, you're going to have improved play there. Period. I don't, I don't. I'm not saying. I'm not saying we should leave Troy there instead of Curl. I'm saying leave Curl where he's at and put somebody else back there. I'm saying maybe that's where Fuller's going to be at. I mean, maybe the funny part about about free safety though, to me, free safety is this. Is, you can shoot me for this later, but it's the second most finesse position in football because as a quarterback's number one because you can be lacking skills, but if you have the smarts, you can make up for it with. Be, like look at Peyton Manning, right? His lat, when he won that Super Bowl, he wasn't he didn't have arm. He was throwing ducks, but he knew where to throw them ducks. It, it, you don't have to be the fastest person to be a free safety, but, but if you're smart enough, you know that you can't let anything behind you, so you take those two extra steps early, like a half a second. And I don't want to judge Troy Apke on his what third start, but it, man, he is just way way out of position. Man, he's he's more than He's making like one or two real <laughs> bad plays a game, but they're every game. I've got one more, man. I'm going to start a petition. we got to get that some bitch out of there, dog. Reed Darty, man. Put, what's Everett at, bro? Didn't we keep him on the team? Shade he's backup strong safety. Yeah, But he, he plays some free, right? He ain't played. He actually came in as a corner. 
He's not getting free. And by the way, he's, uh, Cameron he's, Curl. He's a less he's a less talented Monte Nicholson. At, at I like the Monte like, Nicholson, he's man. Too, yeah, but he's the Shazer Everett gets too reckless back there sometimes, and he will overcommit to a play. Hey, you're, like, you're, he's got good instincts. You but say man, that, but I don't remember ever watching right. the play where I was like, "Damn it, he's the way out of been position." There. You're calling the Shazer Everett Redowdy. I think you need to call Troy after Redowdy. <laughs> no, Redowdy didn't get burnt up though. And get this about get this about Reed though. Redowdy never ran a four three in his dreams. Reed, Reed always was like always made the team when you thought he ain't making a team. That everybody would always get hurt and Reed would have to play. <laughs> I remember and he, that. he never he never like got killed though. You never see nobody like pick on him. You know where picked on Andre Johnson. Redowdy? Andre Johnson. They ain't doing like they ain't doing like Anthony though. He was just not talented, man. He was just not talented. I remember that Texans game, and here's Andre going up, and here's Reed trying to jump, and and Reed just saying, "Hey, white safeties can't jump," and he's about foot beneath Andre Johnson. I'm saying saying he's, he's not talented, but he he was in the picture though. Apke ain't gonna be in the picture, bro. He's gonna be back there somewhere. What if I told you? And it was only a 10 yard pass. He didn't need to be in the (laughs) (laughs) What if I told you? Andy, did you you remember Reed Darty? Andy? Vaguely, yeah. I know the guy. I know your guy. uh, Talking about, yeah. The white Sean Taylor is what we call him. (laughs) Anyone's going to throw out here a minute. Jesus. I think I could do a better job. That Ed Reed and Cameron Curl ran the same 40 time. It can work, man. Yeah. I said, I said that I don't think, I don't think he cannot play it. I'm saying that he's already got a position where he's doing a great job where he's at. So you risk taking him off something he knows where he's at or what he's doing and put him somewhere you don't know. It's the 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 thing I told y'all when we first started the podcast, man. Never pass up some for show pussy for some I don't know pussy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you already know what you got. The grass isn't always greener. Just go get Yo, he has, or he has five tackles, man. Like he has no <laughs> passes defense or anything. Like where, where's this greatness that he's playing at? Where right, are you I don't think that? he's great. Who are you talking about? Curl. Curl. No, I ain't saying he's great. He's doing a solid job though. He hasn't getting jacked Curl's, up and he's out there as a rookie. Curl's not playing in a position where he's going to make his job is to take away options and passing it. Right. That's what I'm saying. But obviously, whenever we had that guy run down the sideline. Uh, the tight end that was that was uh would have been his job. He would have been to stay with him. He's in there for a reason. You haven't seen a lot of guys catch underneath on us all day, man. Like on, not not when he's in there like that. He makes solid tackles. He's not whiffing. Why yeah, a lot of the shorts, a lot of short stuff since Curl's been playing. A lot of short stuff has been more on the outside, right? Or it's in man when a receiver makes a quick cut across the middle. Right. He's doing so a good Curl's job. Curl's got responsibility. I haven't seen Curl get burned by anybody. Uh, I've seen Apke get burned by everybody. Right. So uh, it's worth. Everybody's slower than him, too. It's worth Steve. looking at. Steve, who's your game ball? My game ball, is, <laughs> my, my game ball goes out to Phil for giving out two game balls. Um, <laughs> no, for real. My, my, my game ball. Lot, <laughs> my game ball is Kevin Pierre Lewis. Take too. that. Kevin Pierre Lewis simply because he. He was the PFF secret superstar of the week, believe it or not. Uh, he was almost a perfect pass coverage grade with 93 points. 
and um, pro football focus is secret super soaker super- secret superstar of the week I'm telling you right now so um yeah kpl kpl he's 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 my guy it was hard to find a a, a lone diamond in the rough but he was the one so mis- miscellaneous talk to end up the pod before we go out to shout out so we're one and one we feel like shit for lack of a better word right now um what's your what's your over under for next uh next couple of weeks so next two or three weeks you think we go one and two we think you go on three three and oh how do you guys feel about the the direction of this squad i think we beat the shit out of uh cleveland i think it's a close game with cleveland I don't think we, we beat the shit out of anybody. I don't think we should beat the shit out of anybody. I don't think we're going to beat the shit out of I think we beat the shit out of Cleveland, dude. <laughs> and then we get blown out next week after that. Giving, Vegas is giving Cleveland minus, uh, a seven-point spread right now, and that's huge in Vegas. What did they give Philly? They gave Philly six and a half. Right. What happened to they Philly? They gave Arizona six and a half, too. They gave Arizona six and a half. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Ellie. Right, I don't think it matters. We're not chasing W's anymore, at least not yet. We just need to see our players progressing. We need to see our offensive coordinator getting into a rhythm with his play calls, finding plays that suit the assets that he has. I want to see Haskins look like he's taking control of the entire game, start to finish, play well, keep us in contention that way. I think our defense is going to be better against the Cleveland Browns. I think they it fits us more. Running backs haven't really killed us this year, maybe because they hadn't had to because Troy Apke's on the field. But I think I think we're a little bit better positioned to deal with Cleveland than we were with uh, Arizona. Drake had like 90 on us. Who? Drake had like 90 on us, I think. Well, Kyler, well Kyler. yeah, some of that came by the time too. the game is over. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they got so out of sorts because of Kyler. I don't think we're – we're we're kind of in the middle of the first week and last week, I think. So I think we'll be okay. I think Cleveland will be a competitive game. Their defense doesn't scare me as long as we get Garrett blocked up. McLaurin should have a big day. I think Gibson's really going to have a big day. Um, so. Been hearing that. I think McKenzie's going to have a big day. Just to make Ellie mad. You crazy. And <laughs> <laughs> Andy, how you feeling, bro? Uh, I, I, I think we're just going to have to be patient, mate. I think, you know what I mean? It, was, it can't be any worse than last season. I think coming into this Sunday's game, I think it'll be a close game. If Say for an argument's sake, the next three games, if we won by a point in one game and lost by two points in another game, I, um, I agree with what you guys are saying. I, I just want to see progression. I want to see us getting better every week. I want to see, I want to take little snippets that I can think right. This bit's now getting better. Is it our run game? Is it our defense? Is it like is our left tackle finally getting better? I want to see our coaches improve. You know what I mean? I just want to see improvement. And I think under Rivera and Scott Turner, et cetera, et cetera, I think we will. I think we're gonna to have to be so patient though, fellas. It's gonna be a frustrating season at times. Patience, patience, patience is gonna be the key. I think we're gonna to have to have that as a fan base. It's gonna kill us because we're all gonna sit there on Sunday and get mightily pissed off at times. But I think things will get better. But, yeah, we just need to chill. And I just want to see the team improve. And I think we will as the season goes on. That's it, man. And it's funny you say that, like, we get mildly pissed off because uh, 
you know, I, I predict us going six and ten. I think the the inaugural podcast, and then I lose my mind week two when we get in our, our asses kicked. So, <laughs> right, right. I, I I think I need to uh, manage my own expectations. Hey, I thought you said thirteen and three. Come I thought on, you man. said thirteen and three. I ain't putting my name to that. <laughs> no way. Oh, that's, the one pod, my, the one pod where you didn't show up. I believe that's what you said. <laughs> you I believe that too. He emailed me the same thing. Uh huh. So everyone who can't see the camera, I'm giving little fingers to the rest of the host. Yeah, I did not say that. Six and ten for the squad. So yeah, I need to be more realistic uh, with them. But yeah, like like you guys both said, man. Uh, I I think as far as if we can see progression week to week, um, just give us a better glimpse of the future. I'm good with that. I I really. It probably sounds like I'm quitting on the club, but I don't care about wins and losses. I can't, you know, because it'll it'll, it'll drive me nuts. I don't think we're there yet. Um, I think week one was a tease. I think we do have that talent, um, but it's unrealistic to expect eight sacks every game. Um, I'm not even sure if we sacked Murray yesterday, but yeah. yeah for three me, times. three. We had three, three times. See, probably yeah. when I turned off the game. Yes, I get pissed off and I turn off the game and I come back and finish <laughs> it. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I guess I feel the same way, man. Just show some consistency, move forward, and I think we're rocking. <clears throat> Steve, what's up with you, bro? Um, yeah, I, I think it's gonna be a close game no matter what against uh, Cleveland. Um, we're pretty, it's a pretty good matchup. If you look at, if you look at everything, you know, side by side, Dwayne and Baker are pretty close. One more touchdown for Baker, but he had two more picks. Dwayne doesn't have any picks, but what scares me is their running game. I mean, they have Nick Chubb and Kareem home. They're averaging 180 rushing yards a game. That's a little bit worrisome. Um, but you know, we will see. For me, like I said, success will be seeing them come out like they are prepared and on offense going down. And I'd be happy if they march down the field and kick a field goal. And I'd be happy with that. Get three first downs, field goal. The stuff that used to drive us crazy with Kirk, I would be so happy with that. It's not like the bar set so low, but we got to see some some steps moving forward of this offense. Just run the ball, play action pass. Just Let's just look like the play callers know what they're talking about. That 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 would really, really make me feel good, even in a loss. It's the offensive play calling just looks smooth. They're executing the simple, simple, simple stuff. And uh, two first downs on the opening drive, I'm happy for the rest of the game. <laughs> Get past the scripted plays on the opening drive, and I'm, I'm happy. That's a win for yeah. me. Phil, how, how are you feeling, coach. man? All right. I'm not going to give too many thoughts on Cleveland because I'm going to kind of analyze this before the Thursday pod. Um, and, and really deep dive. However, I have this feeling we're probably going to come out of the next three games, one and two, which will put us at a record of two and three. I did predict seven and nine. So kind of falls within that circle. You, you, you win one, you lose one, you win two, you lose three. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be up and down with this team this year. What I'm hoping to see is, is we see some changes in personnel. If somebody's not performing, Apke, replace them. Find someone else. Experiment. Change up what you're doing. I get, hey, things ended up pretty well after that Philly game. So you went into Arizona with the same personnel, you know, thinking we're going to impose our will. Well, they came out with a completely different offense. Change it up. So I want to see us start to adapt who we're putting on the field based upon performance and who the opponent is as well. Being a little more strategic uh, as to how we go about this. Um, 
if we see that, then we're seeing the kind of coaching that is conducive to winning over the long haul. Steve, I think you might be the, uh, the cleanup hitter, man. No, I just gave my thoughts already. Nah. Am I drunk? Maybe yeah. I'm drunk. Yeah, maybe Dev. Yes. Dev. <laughs> Dev. Steve and Dev look like <laughs> I look like a I look like an unlockable character on Mortal Kombat on fucking camera, man. <laughs> but Ellie, take uh, us home then, bro. I gave mine too, but you did skip me on game ball, so I'll give those. Did I? <laughs> no, I didn't. Man, yeah, maybe did. I need yeah, to. Okay, I was I'm drinking, to be man. So real quick, game yeah. balls. Game balls. We did for everybody. And uh, so I got a game ball for uh, Gibson. I think he's improving every single week. He's getting one. Feed him. I got Feed a him. game ball for everybody out there who is still supporting the team, suffering through this with us listening to the podcast or watching the team on TV, you're behind your quarterback still. You haven't abandoned any jump ship. Everybody listening to Andy's podcast, all you guys get a game ball for being too legit to quit. I was like Oprah Winfrey over there. You get a game ball. You get a game ball. <laughs> Damn. Right, I think we're at the, the, the right part of the pod. Where I can at least talk about the shout-outs now. And so I will give a shout-out to our guest, Andy. Thank you from the DC yeah. Tweet team for joining us. Thankfully, yep. I'm not too drunk to remember that part of the segment. So uh, it's been a pleasure, man. It's it's awesome to uh, to see your growth uh, overseas. Um, really, really, really impressed with your your product that you put out um, multiple times a week, really. So uh, it is truly an honor to have you join our team this week. Thank you, man. I really I appreciate you guys. I'm not sure what time it is now, but I think it's like. Yeah, it's really early, but now honestly, I I'll always it's good to chat football to you guys. And like, one of the things I like doing about what we do is yeah, there's you get people like JP Finley and everything like that. But I love listening to fans talk about football. Right. I listen to you guys normally on a Friday morning when I'm walking walking to work. You record on a Thursday, so I get it either on a Friday or Saturday morning. So I usually have you guys on at work. So um, yeah, you guys are doing an absolute fantastic job. Your podcast is is so so good, and you know, like I've always said on my podcast, I'm learning all the time about the about the ins and outs and the X's and O's and like you guys and like many many podcasts out there. You inspire me to do what I do. So keep up the great work, and thanks for having me on, man. Oh, definitely, man. Definitely. Any any pardon shots from the crew before we roll out? Yeah, shout out to everyone in the live thread. Hey, you, you guys keep that fun every uh, every game day. It it really makes the experience great for us. So, and Andy, next time you're in the states, man. Next year, hopefully this COVID thing. Yeah, is good, I'm man. Coming, we're gonna we're I'm gonna do it big in. for you, man. I promise. Yeah. We'll do it big for you next time you come over, man. I've already said to a few of the guys, I'm. I'm I'm hoping to be there in September and I can teach you guys how to really drink. I mean, that's if you're not. <laughs> that's British weed. You are talking. You are not talking. You can't I want, say that I want some British dude. weed, man. I don't, I don't drink too often. You'll probably uh, be how much weigh? About, what, about, about, about in, two stone. You'll probably be in. <laughs> <Snyder's privacy laughs> <by> <laughs> no, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, getting over. There's so many people. I'm, I'm playing golf with Doc Walker. That's going to be interesting. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I love Walker, man. You'll be, in the, yeah, you'll be in the owner suite for your game, so you just make sure invited me, give a shout out invited to, me to play golf. So, yeah, oh, no, I can't wait to like get over again. Rodney knows what I'm like when I'm over. It's a crazy week. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to hope. I'm hoping, you know, you just don't know with the way the world is at the minute. 
we're we're going back into lockdown as of Friday, I think. So you know, it's 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 crazy times. But yeah, I really hope I do hope I can go over and hang out with you guys, and we all get to go to a game. And yeah, who knows what this is? Just a crazy world we're living in right now. Yeah, do man. Uh, yeah, hearing about lockdown coming for the uh, folks overseas again, man. Just uh, stay strong, man. Stay healthy. Take your vitamins. Do what you gotta do to protect yourself, man. Uh, it's it's so fun to be talking football again, but it's life is so much bigger than football. Um, so I just you know implore you and anyone listening to the pod, you know whether you believe it's a hoax or you believe it's real, um, we're all part of a bigger uh, you know human family, and just we gotta protect each other. So. Uh, if that comes, if you, if the lockdown is coming for you guys, man, I, I wish you and your family nothing but the best. Um, you know, we'll, we'll be rooting for you and the rest of the world to get past this, uh, this virus, man. Yeah, it's, that, it's crazy times, fellas. And now crazy, that Rodney's man. given us a lot of righteousness, let me bring some ratchetness. So, <laughs> shout outs to Jody Ryan, Carlos Ariaga, Xenophone Yang. I've spent all day proving you guys wrong wow. with facts and figures. Feels petty, y'all. I'm not saying I'm always right. Feels petty. When I am right, which is quite often, <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> when I give you lists and facts and citations that show that I'm right, listen to me. Yo, you sound like my wife. <laughs> does, does she look like him? That's the question. <laughs> she looks better. Uh, no comment. Hopefully, she doesn't weigh the same either. <laughs> oh, wow. A couple of shout outs. Damn, too. man. That's harsh. Dad would like to say that if she ain't 380, she ain't a lady. That's <laughs> more cushion in the pushing. Can I say that this late? It's late. Yeah. Out of that. Hey, <laughs> big time shout out to Brett Wallace. He's been killing it on the comment section in the group. Uh, let's see. Larry Reed. He's been going hard. Um, Jason Donaway. Uh, Emmanuel Chukuba. Hope I'm saying that right. Terrence Wagner. Scott Anderson. My boy Hurley. Uh, what's up? What's up, Hurley? Um, Maurice Deloach, I think we shot him out every week. David Welch, yep. Travis White, Sneed. Uh, a lot of people have been showing up. I guess the season's back, so now everybody's got an opinion about something. But keep it coming, man. We like interacting with you guys. So, Oh, yeah. And Phil's always wrong, man. Y'all keep talking shit to him, man. He ain't got nothing else to do, man. Hey. For real. That's right. As, as Rod <laughs> says, I am the heel of the podcast. But whenever there's <laughs> – <laughs> but when and there's then, a good you know, he understand with any movie there's always a point of truth to a good villain he does got a little bam bam bigelow thing going on man yeah he does <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> does. <laughs> hey, hey with that said man <laughs> go ahead ellie i was just gonna say shout out to stanley new era miles too he's been going hard big time in the uh in the group a lot lately too and there's one other one i, I can't find right now but uh shout out to him too shout out to logical lamar Yes, logical LeBron. <laughs> yeah, the pod where we give you nicknames. Hopefully you like them. It, wow. it's, it's been good, man. Uh, 18 is wrapping up, fellas. I'm uh, signing off. Y'all have a good evening, man. Peace. Thanks, man. Peace. And you, man. Thanks, Andy.